Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good morning. It is the Fan Early Morning Show right here on 93.7 The Fan. I'm Sean Myers taking you for the next 35 or so minutes before I hand things off to Adam Crowley and Doran Dickerson. But before then, I've got myriad topics that I want to get to. I want to focus on some major major league baseball storylines a little bit later on I know most people have already turned their calendar from baseball season to football season here in Pittsburgh but if you're not following major league baseball I think there are some intriguing stories to follow even if the Buccos are not in a playoff spot certainly not even really contending for that at this point it's been a rough go for them recently but there's still plenty to watch on the diamond over the next several weeks. But as I mentioned, I know a lot of people have already turned their focus to football with the Steelers playing in a couple of preseason games, one more on the horizon, and then the beginning of the NFL regular season. Certainly there's always excitement for college football season as well. If you're a Pitt fan hoping to build upon a strong finish to 2022, if you're a Penn State fan, maybe looking to take that next step and contend for maybe crack the four-team college football playoff in the last year of its existence before that is expanded. If you're a WVU fan, you just probably don't want to finish last in the conference. But as I talk about the NFL and I talk about college football, I think it's only right that I shine a light on high school football in the area because certainly here in Western Pennsylvania, it is a big deal. And I can speak firsthand because I have covered high school football now for Over a decade, this will be my 10th year doing high school football broadcasts and several years prior to that even covering high school football in print form. And I want to focus on what we're going to be bringing to you here uh, with the sister station of AM 1020 KDKA this Friday throughout the fall, every Friday throughout the fall. There's going to be some great action that we will have coverage of and I know it is a priority here that we continue to expand our coverage of high school football, not only for the regular season, into the WPIAL playoffs, into the state playoffs, culminating with the state championships, which usually the WPIAL has a pretty good accounting of itself when they compete for PIAA gold. And it's a a release of the schedule that came out a little while ago, and I know Kale Berger was very excited to promote that, and it's some terrific matchups that get underway this Friday. So basically, for the next several minutes, I want to 
kind of look at the the schedule of broadcasts that we have through the regular season. And if you want to chime in and join the conversation, talk high school football, maybe a team you'll be following, perhaps some players that you're going to have your eye on, you can call in at 412-928-9370. That's 412-928-9370. And I'll try to get you on the line. Although there's a little bit of a change here with our setup. I'll uh, go behind the scenes. I came in this morning and we have a different monitor than usual back here in the producer's booth, which means that it's an extra arm length to reach the phone. So as a uh, one-man show here for the next 30-plus minutes, I'm going to have to try to navigate that challenge if anyone does want to call in, but I'll figure out a way to make it work. I mentioned that we begin this Friday, and for those who have not followed high school football too closely recently, it's a little confusing because it is called Week Zero. And while that doesn't really make sense because it's the first week, the reason it is called such is because most teams play actual games, but technically teams have the option to play an actual football game, which does not count towards the playoffs. It is uh, a win or a loss, but has no implications on how the rest of the season goes in terms of the standings. But teams also have the option to utilize a second scrimmage. In the first few years, there was a decent number of teams that used that second scrimmage. Now it is extremely rare to see a team use a second scrimmage. So almost every team, I would say probably 95%, maybe 90%, do compete in actual games. And so it's dubbed Week Zero, but certainly these games are significant. And it will be a very interesting matchup that we will have coverage of here on AM 1020 KDKA, and we'll talk about the great crew that's going to be bringing you coverage of all those games all season long a little bit later. But it is a matchup of Pennsylvania against Ohio as Pine Richland, the defending WPIAL champions in 5A and the state champs as well. The Rams will go against an Ohio powerhouse in Pickering North. Well, Pine Richland had a Terrific finish to 2022 after kind of a rough start for the Rams. They had a first-year head coach in John Ladon last year. Didn't get off to a great start because they were playing competitive teams like Pickerington North to begin the season, but they found a way to right the ship and conclude their season on a 12-game winning streak, ultimately finishing 13-3. and And so for those who have followed high school football for a while, Pine Richland each and every year, whether it has been in Quad A, as it was previously called, 6A, where they resided previously, now down in 5A. They are a championship contender each and every year. Just a powerhouse program. They made a change at quarterback last year. They brought in Ryan Paul Mary, who was playing running back previously, and this team really offensively took off once they made that change. Now, Paul Mary has graduated. He was prolific, not just as a passer, but primarily as a runner. But they do return a 1,000-yard rusher and Ethan Pillar this year. They also have Ryan Corey a Division One commit in the trenches. He is a Wisconsin verbal pledge. So he's going to be paramount for them. You know it's always going to be a competitive Pine Richland team. And again, they have a championship-winning coach in John Ladon, who not only has captured gold with Pine Richland, he did so previously at Penn Hills, but they will need to be at their very best early. They're going against this Pickerington North team that already has won a game this year. The Panthers 1-0, courtesy of a 39-35 victory against Elder last weekend. They went 7-5 and five a year ago. That's a little misleading because when they played at Pine Richland early in the season, it was a 42 nothing victory for Pickerington North. 
Now they will be at home hosting Pine Richland, so I think the Rams will have revenge on their mind. If nothing else, even if they don't get the road victory, they want to prove that they are a much better team than one that lost by 42 points last week. So that'll be a good measuring stick for the defending 5A champions here in Pennsylvania to see how they fare. Pine Richland is a team, whether it's been John Ladon or Eric Kasparovich before them, they have not backed down from playing top-notch national competition early in the season. I believe it was maybe about five years ago, I think they played IMG Academy, which is an incredibly powerhouse program down in Florida in Bradenton that recruits nationally, quite literally. So that should be a good one to get the season underway. And then after that, we will get all WPIAL matchups for the rest of the regular season, beginning in week one with Armstrong at Aliquippa. That is a non-conference one. It is significant because that game will be at the pit, but it'll be the debut of the renovations for what it was now going to be called Heinz Field. Nope, not Acrisure Stadium, back to its old name. Heinz Field is now the name for the renovated pit in Aliquippa, so that will be the opener for that venue. And it has not been friendly confines for visitors over the years. The Riverhawks had a really good year last year. Armstrong went 10-2, and but they graduated their all-world quarterback in Cade Olson, who, believe it or not, threw for 3,200 yards and 43 touchdowns last season. He is now off to the Ivy League playing at Penn. So head coach Frank Fabian has a lot to replace. I don't know if Armstrong's going to be nearly as good as they were a year ago. It's pretty safe to say that Aliquippa will be just as good as they were last year when they went 15-1, and one, or excuse me, 13-1. and one. Their only loss was in the state championship game against powerhouse Bishop McDevitt, and they return an all-star cast, including Tyke Hayes, who is a terrific running back, saw him as a freshman burst onto the scene. They have a pit commit at linebacker and Cameron Lindsay, Quentin Good, their quarterback, another running back and John Tracy, so he and Hayes, Terrific one-two punch. Mike Warfield has done a great job since he's become the head coach for the Quips. They won this matchup 28-14 last year. Again, that was with Olsen at quarterback for the Riverhawks. So certainly Aliquippa will want to establish itself early as a championship contender in 4A once again. And of course, we mentioned that is the opening of the pit called Heinz Field. And for so many years, Aliquippa had been playing at Heinz Field every November competing for WPIAL championships this year. Likely no exception. Week two, a matchup that I'm very excited about. McKeesport at Bell Vernon area. I've had a chance to do a lot of Leopards games over the last couple of years, including the state championship victory for Bell Vernon in a thriller. And so they're the defending WPIAL and state champs, and they return just about everyone. They lost some decent players and. The trenches, guys like Steve Macheska and Aiden Johnson and some receivers, but the big names are back for Bell Vernon area, including the best player in the entire state of Pennsylvania and their do-it-all superstar, Quinton Martin, committed to Penn State. He is a fringe five-star prospect. He's going to be playing running back for the Nittany Lions, but he's terrific as a receiver. Defensively, he can do it all. He's a defensive back. He plays corner Nowadays, started as a safety. He has the size to play linebacker. Terrific as a kickoff and punt returner. He had one of the most explosive punt returns that I've ever seen in a championship game last year in guiding his team to a WPIAL crown. 
So not only is he back, they have a Division I player at quarterback in Braden Locks, even though he's going to be playing tight end collegiately. That is an absolutely loaded team for Matt Humbert. And in 3A, they are the heavy, heavy favorites once again. But they're not going against a 3A team. They're going against a team that was very competitive and I thought was a very legitimate title contender in 4A a year ago in the McKeesport Tigers. The Tigers won 11-2 and a year ago. However, they lost some incredible talent, including Bobby Boyd and Jamil Perryman. They still run that flexbone offense under Matt Miller. They won 14-6 to a year ago. As we're getting a caller now, so... We will go to the phone lines and caller. Feel free to join the conversation. What's your name and what do you want to talk about? Oh, that's a fake out. We lost the caller. Well, I apologize if you want to give a call back. Like I said, I got to, I got to extend the arms. I got to go stretch Armstrong to get to the phones here today. But yeah, we can uh, certainly take calls. So if uh, that caller wants to try in again or anyone else wants to join the conversation here on high school football, 412 928 93 Seven zero. It's talking about McKeesport, Bell Vernon area. That should be a terrific matchup in a non-conference affair. Again, the Tigers have a lot to replace. The Leopards return a heck of a lot. Maybe the scales will tip towards the Leopards' favor this season as they play on the gold turf of James Weir Stadium. Week three, another team I'm familiar with covering Westmoreland County football for the Westmoreland Sports Network. The Franklin Regional Panthers will be in action. They will make the short trek to Monroeville to play the Gateway Gators. Gateway, a team that surprisingly had just a record of 7-4 and four a year ago. A lot of people thought that they would be a title contender. Didn't really come together. They showed some flashes, but just really weren't that consistent. I would assume that they're going to be much better this year. They have a prolific quarterback back in the fold in Brad Birch. The senior has over 6,000 career passing yards. I remember him as a freshman he was at Jeanette at the time and led the Jeanette Jayhawks to a WPIAL championship. Broke, uh, I believe, his ankle in that championship game. So he was not able to play in the state playoffs for Jeanette as they went to a title game. It ultimately came up short. He's been good at Gateway, but hasn't really found that postseason success. Now in his senior year, this certainly could be the year for Birch and the Gators. He's got some good talent around him as Jaquan Reynolds is an outstanding running back. They've got a linebacker and tight end in Remy Bowes, who is getting Division I interest. Don Hall knows what it takes to win championships. He is their head coach. And they're going to have revenge on their mind because the Gators were pretty shockingly upset by Franklin Regional last year. That was in Murraysville at Franklin Regional. It was a 16-7 victory for FR, and that really catapulted the Panthers to a conference title. They won the Class 5A Big East Conference. I don't know that many people realistically thought that they would have any chance heading into the season to win the conference, competing against the likes of Gateway and Penn Trafford and also competing against some larger schools in Norwood and Hempfield area that dropped down from 6A to 5A a year ago. But Lance Getze's crew proved everyone wrong. They did graduate some really good players, including their standout quarterback, Roman Sarnik, Zach Bazuska, their running back, who is pretty good. But their most explosive, explosive player is back in the fold in Aiden Hudock. He's a guy as a receiver and as a returner who you get the ball in his hands, he can take it to the house in any given instance. One of the best big play threats in all of the WPIAL. That should be a good one in week three. Again, all these games you can listen to 
each and every Friday throughout the fall on AM 1020 KDKA. Week four, it is a 6A showdown and certainly could be a championship preview. It certainly will be a championship rematch because these teams met with gold on the line last year. Pittsburgh Central Catholic at North Allegheny. Two teams each and every year you can pencil in as being among the very best in all of the WPIAL. Central Catholic record not as impressive a year ago as you may have thought. It was just 7-5 and five for the Vikings under then-head coach Terry Totten. Ryan Lehmeyer is now taking over the program, and he inherits an all-star group of players. He has very legitimate Division I prospects or commits at a bevy of positions. Peyton Wehner, a pretty accomplished quarterback who has done a lot of good things throughout his career, and he will have the weapons around him. Peter Gonzalez, the Penn State commit at receiver, the son of former Pitt and Steelers quarterback Pete Gonzalez. He's got the measurables. He battled some injuries last year. This should be a breakout season for Gonzalez on a offense that should really open things up a little bit. Terry Todd had so much success with the ground and pound style offense for all those years. I think maybe a little bit more open attack potentially for the Vikings this year. And then defensively, as always, they're going to be absolutely loaded. A couple of big-time commits in the Big Ten at the linebacker position, Anthony Specka at Penn State, Cole Sullivan headed to Michigan. So that is an outstanding crew for Central Catholic. I think, in my eyes, they should be the front runner. But if you're North Allegheny, you can say, we won the championship a year ago and we return a lot as well. The Tigers won 11-2 and last season. They bring back Logan Kushner, who is a very accomplished and experienced quarterback. Kieran Boyd, the receiver, who is another big play threat. Tyree Alu-Alu, yes, that's a familiar last name. That is the linebacker son of former Steeler Tyson Alu-Alu. They won 7-3 in the regular season last year, did the Tigers, and then 35-21 in the rematch in the championship game for the 6A crown. And so with Art Walker leading the way, who coincidentally was formerly the head coach of Pittsburgh Central Catholic, the Tigers should be maybe the favorite or certainly in that conversation for the 6A title again this year. It is a South Hills battle in Week 5, Mount Lebanon. Adam Crowley will be tuning into this one, I assume. The Blue Devils will be challenging against Upper St. Clair. Mount Lebanon had a losing record last year, 5-6 and six in 2022, after they were incredible two years ago in winning the WPIA on state titles. They took a, an expected step back. They do return some key players. Beckham D, the running back, and Connor Young, the two-way lineman. Although they lose their quarterback, not due to graduation, but because he is focusing on playing baseball. David Shields, who is an incredible baseball player, will not be under center for Mount Lebanon. And there will be a new face on the sidelines as well because the legendary Bob Palco has stepped down. He's now actually working for Penn State, helping with recruiting high school players in the area. So he is out of the mix. Enter Mike Colodi, who had great success guiding Elizabeth forward. He takes over a program that has been very good in Class 6A, but when you competed in the highest classification, it is an absolute meat grinder of a schedule. This, however, will not be a 6A battle. Upper St. Clair is a 5A team, so it'll be more about bragging rights in this matchup and the Panthers are coming off of an outstanding run in the postseason last year in which they finished 10-3. and They did graduate 25 players. That is an absolutely massive senior class that they'll have to try 
to fill the void left by. But they do return some good players in Ethan Hellman, their quarterback who took over about midway through last year and helped them in that postseason run to play in a championship game. The player he replaced at quarterback is Julian Dahlman. He is still around. He will be kind of a do-it-all utility. So Dahlman should be able to get his hands on the football in a myriad of ways. Last year, it was a seven-point victory for Upper St. Clair. They knocked off Mount Lebanon by the score of 17-10. to Mike Junko is their head coach, and that should be a good battle with bragging rights on the line in South Hills. Week 6, Gateway at Penn Trafford. Excuse me, Penn Trafford, the battle of the bell. It was a Gators victory 21-10 last year. I already talked about Gateway a little bit. Penn Trafford, well, they won state gold a couple of years ago in 2021. They had a Division I player at quarterback last year in Conlon Green, but Green is actually going to be an edge rusher for the Temple Owls. He was not necessarily a traditional quarterback, although Penn Trafford has made it work without not always having a true pocket passer at the position. So they'll have to replace Conlon Green. But one thing you know about John Ruane's squad for PT, they are going to be loaded in the trenches. They've got some big, burly, physical, imposing linemen, headlined by Zach Tomasevich, the Army commit who has been playing since he was a sophomore. He is now a senior, and he is 300-plus pounds. He's probably standing about six foot six, an absolutely massive human being. So it starts up front for Penn Trafford. I think skill probably favors Gateway, but the Warriors and the Gators always have terrific matchups. I mentioned that is in Harrison City at Penn Trafford, and PT looking for some payback after the Gators claimed a 21-10 victory a year ago. That game could could decide the Big East Conference, although certainly Franklin Regional could have something to say about that, as we mentioned their matchup against Gateway earlier in the season. Week 7, well, I don't know if it's going to get any more spectac- spectacular of a finish this year as opposed to what we saw last year, but it should be a really good matchup. Pittsburgh Central Catholic against Penn Hills. This game will actually be played at West Mifflin High School. And for those who do not remember, the finish last year was one of the more spectacular, unbelievable finishes that you will ever see at any level of football in which Central Catholic went for a game-winning field goal. It was blocked by Penn Hills. The Indians were celebrating on the field thinking that the game was over. The ball was still live. I believe it was an offensive lineman who was seemingly the only player aware on the entire field that it was still a live ball. He scooped it up and made his way slowly into the end zone for what turned out to be the game-winning touchdown. And so no field goal. Instead, it was a a touchdown for Central Catholic that gave them the 33-28 victory and an absolute stunner. I would imagine that Charles Morris, the head coach of Penn Hills, has coached up his Indians, making sure that never happens again. Penn Hills missed the playoffs. They went just 5-5 five and five a year ago, but they have got a future Pitt Panther at quarterback in Julian Duggar. He's a terrific player. Didn't put up massive statistics last year, but I think he probably will this year. He's got another weapon in Cam Thomas at receiver, Amir Key, the running back. So that should be a good matchup of Central Catholic and 6A Penn Hills of the 5A classification doing battle. Again, that one will be at West Mifflin in Week 7. And we wrap up the schedule as we know it now in Week 8. Pine Richland at Woodland Hills. That could decide a conference title. Pine Richland won twice against the Wolverines last year. 
35-21 in the regular season, 23-12 in the postseason. We already talked about Pine Richland with their terrific run, a dozen consecutive wins to finish the season en route to a state title. The Wolverines finished 6-6, six and six, but they made some noise getting into the playoffs and then upsetting Franklin Regional in the playoffs. They were a team that got much better as the season went along, and when you hear that they had a freshman quarterback and a freshman receiver leading the way. No surprise that those two improved quite a bit. Cam Walter is the quarterback, and Scoop Smith, who already has Division One offers in both football and basketball, is the outstanding receiver. They have a senior running back in Brandon Jones, an offensive line that tips the scales at over 270 pounds on average. That is college football size offensive line. But the Wolverines will boast it at the high school level. They are under the guidance of a new head coach as Brian Tarrant takes over. And a new head coach is a big story at Woodland Hills, just the third coach in program history. Of course, George Novak for so many years did an incredible job. And then Tim Boster took over for the last handful of years and made it a competitive program. But I think this is a chance maybe for them to get back to that storied legacy at Woodland Hills, a program that has produced more NFL talent than any other team in all of Pennsylvania since the school district came into existence in the 1980s. That's all the games that we know for now, but there's week nine, and that is an open open slate because it will be determined by the fan vote. You can check that out, kdkradio.com. And when you get to the last week of the regular season, that's where some of the very best conference matchups and those great rivalry showdowns take place. So it will be plenty of options for the fans to choose from to determine what we broadcast the final week of the regular season. Really looking forward to the coverage this year. As I said, I've been covering high school football for many different outlets for many years, a dozen plus now, my 10th year as a broadcaster. I'm going to be bringing high school action across Westmoreland County with the Westmoreland Sports Network, and I know I will be tuning in to our coverage right here on AM 1020 KDK as well with Dan Zangrilli, my old pal Johnny Lee, who I had the pleasure to work alongside for many years. Johnny Lee, the coach, is one of the very best. He could come with nothing more than a roster and seem like the most prepared guy on the broadcast because his memory and recall is second to none. He is, uh, whether it's basketball or football, gives insight unlike anyone else I have worked with in this profession. Outstanding color analysts working aside Dan Zangrilli. We're going to have Shelby Cassessi on the sidelines. Kale Berger doing his thing with the pre and post. And maybe even Doran Dickerson will make a cameo appearance for a game or two this season. The former high school legend himself. So excited to be part of our team here. AM 1020 KDK each and every Friday this fall with some great high school football. And of course, that's just the regular season. We're really going to gear up for the playoffs, the WPIAL and the state playoffs as well every Friday this fall. That'll do it for high school football rundown. I know that took a while, but I wanted to really dive in because I think it is so important to shine a light on all the great athletes and certainly all the great teams that we have here in Western Pennsylvania. When we come back, I want to highlight some of the big storylines in Major League Baseball. Even if you're not enjoying the second half of the season for the Buccos, there's still plenty of reasons to tune in to Major League Baseball. The Wake Up Show is presented by 84 Lumber. You can put your positive attitude to work at 84 Lumber. Apply at 84lumber.com. Sean Myers here on The Fan Early Morning Show, 93.7 The Fan.
Back here for just a few seconds before I hand things off to Adam Crowley and Doran Dickerson. Sean Myers here on the Fan Early Morning Show. I mentioned there is still plenty of reasons to watch Major League Baseball for the next several weeks. Even if you were not uh, a fan of the Buccos, who are really in a downward spiral at this point, losing another series as they were shut out yesterday against the Twins, there is some great stories, some great individual and team performances to monitor. Even though we shift into football season I hope people out there still continue to keep an eye on Major League Baseball. With teams like the Baltimore Orioles taking things to the next level, they have been incredible recently. Conversely, some other teams in that AL East have struggled. The Tampa Bay Rays with all their problems, losing their ace pitcher for the year and Shane McClanahan, the Wander Franco saga. The Yankees, a lot of people happy to see they're on an eight-game losing streak. They are out of the playoffs altogether, one of the worst seasons that they have had in 25-plus years. A terrific race in the AL West. Rangers, Astros, Mariners, Seattle surging, sweeping the Astros. Even Shohei Otani out in the West. Yeah, the Angels aren't contending, but his historic season is always something to keep an eye on. The Braves and Dodgers dominant in the National League. The Braves have a terrific duo, potentially two MVP candidates with Olsen and Acuna. The Dodgers just have been absolutely red hot. And even in the NL Central, the Cubs are hanging around. The Reds continue to call up top-notch prospects, including Noel V. Marte, to see if they can get across the finish line. And last night, a Little League Classic game, Washington defeating Philadelphia and a game played in Williamsport. So a lot of good stuff for Major League Baseball fans to tune into over the next several weeks of the season, even though most eyes will be on the football world. That'll do it here on the Fan Morning Show, the Fan Early Morning Show, I should say. Sean Myers signing off. Thank you so much for tuning in. It'll be Adam Crowley and Doran Dickerson next as we continue right here on 93.7 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.